uh, I grew up in Dearborn and spent a lot of time in Detroit. Uh, as kids, we came down to, to Belle Isle and Hudson's and all the usual things you do. And then I went to Wayne State and, you know, spent a fair amount of time. It wasn't the same Detroit then. But uh, I things that trigger memories capture my eye the most. And, um, you know, odd little moments like this, this lock that was wet on an early morning, misty morning walk, you know, that are not necessarily iconic, but they... They make me feel something, and so, you know, I, I capture that and hope somebody else feels something when they look at it. You have uh, photos of uh, the Scott Fountain uh, on uh, Belle Isle and uh, Joe Louis Arena, the Renaissance Center, but uh, tell me about this one here. This looks like a Boblo dock. That is Boblo Island, yeah. It's the dock on Boblo Island where you uh, got to choose your country, actually, by which line you got into. That certainly wouldn't happen today. But uh, I went to the... Uh, I didn't realize the island was not privatized anymore, that you were allowed to access it as the public. So I went to the home tour there last year and toured all the model homes and, and spent like six hours walking around the other half of the island just, you know, enjoying the memories and checking out how things look now and taking photos. So walking through that tunnel to where the boat docks are, that was, I, we just had chills, my friend and I. It was, it was a fantastic experience seeing that again. Sad, because it, obviously it's not the same, but every paint chip, you know, triggered a memory, every color. You even have a picture of the St. Clair, one of the old Boblo boats, uh, as it was uh, when it was uh, docked uh, in River Rouge. Uh, and you can see, of course, the detail of the decay. But you don't just take picture of, of, of things that are decayed or blighted or anything like that. I mean, you've got a great shot here. This was from the fireworks. Where did you take this? I was on the roof of the Brewster projects before they were torn down. And it was actually the best view in town, I think, of the fireworks. So hopefully whatever they build there has some rooftop access and, uh, you know, will be an actual functioning building that you can get that kind of view from. But it was just, a, you know, a fantastic experience to be up there with, with uh, the party crowd, sort of, and be shooting the fireworks. My first trip to the Detroit fireworks, actually, so it was a really memorable night, and I was glad to get something, you know, capture something from that night. How many pictures do you have to take to get the one that you say, this, this is it? There are times when you're taking one where you know that, that you're you know, you just know that it's going to be right. I'm really big on getting it right in camera as much as possible. So there are there are moments where the light is hitting something, or there you just know that that's a photo that's going to you know that's going to do well. And and part of that is just knowing your camera, knowing the settings. But just you know, looking around you, looking for light, looking for those moments. And if, you know, as long as you're aware, you'll be surprised how many of those you find. What's your favorite picture that you've ever taken? My, I have two favorites, honestly, um, and both because they, they, you know, they're not anything particular, but they mean something to me. One is this train, the motion of this train station. It's over by the Lincoln Street Art Park, and there's just something about, you know, train travel and the movement of it and, and the adventure sort of thing that really spoke to me when I, when I took it. And the lock, I call it Find the Key, be just the, the wet chain and the, the lock. And that's actually a color photo, although it looks like one of those... Uh, you know, selective color sort of thing. It just, again, the wetness, the way the light was hitting it, it just, I don't know, it, it makes me feel something. And that's, those are the ones I like the most, even more than the iconic shots and the, those. How often do you go to art shows? Have you been on the circuit long? I, this is only my third year doing this, and uh, Wind Out last year was my first big outdoor show. I've done some indoor sort of things to get my feet wet and learn the ropes. Uh, now I've got five outdoor shows this year, so it's all still pretty new to me. I love, you know, sales, of course, but it's interesting talking to people and listening to, you know, what they feel when they see my photos. What you wanted to do. 
I uh, went back to, uh, after my kids graduated and after I got divorced, I went back, well, before I got divorced, but when it was in the works, I uh, decided to go back to Henry Ford Community College and get a graphics design degree. Uh, I've been doing it kind of as a volunteer and, you know, hacking my way through for years, but I wanted to really learn the process and try to, you know, get some, do it as, as for profit. Uh, so I, I did a calendar as one of the projects, and I, I took all the Midtown photos for it, you know, and uh, people wanted to buy it. And I thought, well, this is interesting. <laughs> so I, I got a grant from Midtown Detroit, and I produced the calendar, and the sales were pretty well. And I thought, well, let me see, you know, where else I should go with this. Where do you find the time to make the art? <laughs> That is, um, you know, there's a lot of late nights sitting on your computer going through photos and just looking, and you can get kind of lost in that. I, it doesn't start out as a late night, but it's just, you know, I don't like to process too much, but I, I go through them and, and, you know, you just, you, the time just disappears. So it's, um, it's not easy to find time, especially during art fair season, I'm finding, as I'm experiencing the first full season. But, you know, when you love it, you make time and you find it where you can. So. And what kind of camera do you use? I, uh, I do not have the most expensive equipment. I'm a, I'm a Canon shooter, love Canons, and I, I shoot with a Rebel 6. So I was using a Rebel 4 until recently. I upgraded because I was having a little troubles with it. But, you know, if you, if you understand the camera settings, you can get a lot out of uh, an inexpensive camera. You just have to know what you're doing. Even the cheaper cameras have great sensors, you know, reasonable sensors now. So, you know, I've got one photo I print that I took with my cell phone and because it's a daylight photo you can get great quality out of them now you just it's all about what you're seeing and and you know getting that light and that angle it's not about your equipment